Hey guys, it's Brianna, and we are back for another season of Big Brother. I'm your host, and I'm here with Sophia Hatsis again. She was on last season. Hi, everyone. Brianna, thanks so much for having me back. I'm so excited to be here discussing Big Brother with you. Sophia is one of my good friends we met back in college, and she has been watching for, what would you say, three seasons? Was this your fourth season that you've seen, or third? This will be my fourth season. I started watching BB17, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Sophia is a newer newer fan, but she's she's got her strategy down. She wants to get on Big Brother one of these days, so she she's into it for sure. I'm a newer fan compared to some other people, <laughs> Brianna Mar. <laughs> However, um, it's really taken over my summer, and I really look forward to it. Come June, I just can't wait. I really get into it. Same here. So I think we're just gonna dive right in and talk about the cast for this season. Now, before we get into like the nitty gritty of each person, I wanted to talk about some more like overall things that I noticed. The first being that before they announced the cast, a lot of people were guessing that it was going to be an all-star season, which I thought, okay, maybe, but I was kind of hoping that it wasn't. And a lot of fans were hoping that it wasn't. And turns out it is not an all-star season. So I'm pretty glad about that. Yeah, I read some spoilers that said half of the cast would be returnees. Yeah, which they've done before. Yeah, which, I mean, I think could be interesting. I've only seen one season where we've never had a vet come back. Yeah. The first season I watched, we had four. The next season, we had Paul. And, I mean, last season, I thought it was great. I, I was really looking forward to seeing another season like that, completely fresh, completely new. So I'm happy that, selfishly, I get to watch this season with no vets. Agreed. Well, for now, because there are some theories floating around. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, I wanted to know if you pick up on this or anything about this. So as I was doing my digging on the cast, basically the, the four places that I looked for information was the like, just the CBS standard bios that they put out, the interviews that they did with Jeff, the interviews that they did with Aika Wong from um, ET Canada, who usually does interviews for different casts for Big Brother, and also their social media pages. And when it came to their social media pages, I started noticing on Instagram that a lot of them were privated. So I was like, huh, that's a little bit fishy. And then when I started looking at the bios, I noticed that a lot of them are from the same places, or there's at least one person who's from the same places they are. So I also had been listening to, and so I was like, okay, something's up. Like there's some sort of twist happening here. So I started listening to another podcast called Hey Julie. If you've never listened to it, you should check it out. They put out a, an episode on the cast, and they think it's going to be another duo season, which we've seen before. Uh, BB six and eight, I believe, had pairs. And I'm what they said and what I'm thinking is that these people don't know that there's someone else in the house that they already know outside the house. So I would be really excited if that were the case. I think it could make this season really interesting. I think that would certainly make things interesting. I mean, did if you we pick think... up on that at all? Like I did notice. I felt like the cast was one half very young, the other half oh, yeah. older, which uh-huh. I thought was interesting. Pretty yeah. polarized in that respect. And also, I noticed there's so many people from New York, New, York, New Jersey. New Jersey. And I there's feel like two, half the cast. There's two guys from Tennessee, which like, 
when do they ever get two two people from a state like that? Like usually mm-hmm. it's like it would be one guy from Tennessee, but there's two guys from Tennessee. And I actually also saw floating around on Twitter and on um, Reddit, there was a thread about people trying to like pick out the pairs. And there's a photo floating around of Tommy Bracco, the Broadway dancer guy from Staten Island, and Christy Murphy together. So they, they have a photo on social media that's been floating around. And she's also from Staten Island, New York. So there are some suspicions that at least some of these people might know each other. Yeah, I really wouldn't be surprised. I mean, no. I feel like in the past, at least from what I've seen, obviously you've got you usually have multiple people from California. I mean, huge state makes sense. Obviously there is some rollover. If you remember last season, Tyler was from Hilton head. Angela was from Hilton head. Granted, Mm -hmm. she now lived in California, but I thought it was very suspicious. Had to have been very deliberate that so many of these cast members are from the same place. Exactly. Another thing that I noticed every, almost every single person mentioned their dog in their interview. If you don't yeah. have a dog, you can't be on Big Brother. It was literally like, oh, what are you going to miss? And the first thing every single person said was their dog. I noticed that. The I noticed of that. And I watched about half of the interviews with Jeff. And he was asking them about, like, social media. Like, I, if you could give a hashtag, I noticed that. It seems like there's a lot of social media influence. I mean, he said he was, are you concerned about what people are saying to you mm-hmm. on social media? There was a lot of social media consciousness. And... The show 10, 15 years ago, that never would have been an element. Yeah, very true. And like the factor of America has become such an integral integral part of the game that I think it's almost like because they, they, the main things you think about in the house are social game, like your strategy or your mental game and your physical game. But you also have to think about America. Like that's almost like the fourth factor is how you come off to the people who are at home watching because like you saw like people get specific powers or certain things happen in the game because of America's vote. There's America's favorite for that matter. Like even if you don't win, you might end up with some money because America votes you favorite. So it de- there definitely is a a big social media and a big like America's vote factor that they also have to think about. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I didn't see the show 15 years ago, but I'm, I, it had to have been different. I'm curious to see how, how concerned they were about their outside perception Yeah, when none of this was true. a thing. Very true. Okay, should we dive in to the individual people, give our thoughts, and then at the end we can talk a little bit more about, okay, who are we thinking are going to be like top three First out, maybe we can give some predictions for who might get into showmances. Sounds good to me. Okay. First up, we have Holly Allen. She's 31 years old. She, um, Her hometown is Lander, Wyoming. I apologize if I mispronounce any of these like places. Um, she is currently residing in Los Angeles, and she is a wine safari guide, which is pretty cool. Um, again, she was one of those people who had her Instagram privated, but the only and the only person that I knew that followed her was Tyler Crispin. Good old Ty. That's interesting. I mean, it sounds like a pretty cool job, a wine safari guide, first of all. I know, right? And I wonder if Tyler followed her from way back. 
or if Tyler just saw that she would be in the cast and he followed her then. That's interesting. I think he just followed a bunch of the cast because I noticed a lot of them were followed by him. So okay. I'm assuming once the announcement went out, he just went on and followed a bunch of them. That would make sense. And after I'd, so a lot of them were privated and I did request to follow and the majority of them were accepted like right away. Okay. So it's kind of strange that they have them privated, but are also allowing followers um, and it was only certain people. Like, a good majority of them were privated, but certain people weren't. Like, so I'm w- almost wondering if, I think it was B- BB-8, only half the cast were pairs, or only certain people knew other people in the house. It wasn't the entire cast, so I'm thinking they might do that again. Yeah, it's definitely, I, when I searched a handful of their Instagrams, just to learn more about them, see some other sides of them, And I mean, that's definitely interesting. Again, where we talked about how social media is so big in reality TV these days. That's something. There's something to that. Definitely. Okay, so my girl Holly, I thought it was really funny that when he asked her, like, are you single? Like, what's your deal? She said she's single and skeptical. Girl, me too. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I thought that was was funny. Um, I got kind of annoyed that she mentioned that she was from Wyoming 84 million times and how she thinks, like, that's going to help her game. Like, we get it, honey. You're from Wyoming. We get it. Um, Yeah, I'm not convinced that'll really help her win comps. Right. And she also said that she has a big heart and she's really big about honesty, which isn't necessarily that great for the game. Um, Be honest when you can, but you also have to know how to spin the truth. And she also mentioned that she admired Jeff's game, and Jeff didn't do very well. Um, he got America's favorite, but he didn't perform very well in Big Brother as a whole. I don't think he even made it halfway through the season. So my my overall thoughts on Holly is that she's probably going to be too trusting and too honest, although she does seem likable. So I think social game might be good for her, but... As far as strategy goes, I don't know. I think she's just going to be too honest of a player. Yeah, I agree. She does seem likable, so I do think she'll make it to at least half the season, Mm -hmm. I'd say. Halfway point. Agree. It's tough to say who goes on from there. You never really know. Next up, we have David Alexander. He is 29 years old. He's from Atlanta, and he's a photographer. Um, He says he's a recent fan. He's only watched for like 100 days. And he's only seen two seasons, Big Brother 20 and Big Brother 12. Um, So that's a little bit nerve-wracking. But also, um, I think sometimes it's it's nice to have non-fans because it gives a fresh perspective on the game a little bit. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, it's it's always interesting as a viewer who's somewhat seasoned with the show to watch someone who, hate to say it, but might have no clue what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. That's always interesting to watch because there's so many elements to this game. It'll be interesting to see how he performs, but I feel like he would... I mean, I feel like he's down. He's behind those yeah. super fans in the game. Yeah, I agree. Um He also said he wants to focus on his social game, doesn't want to become a target or win competitions right away. 
Um, which honestly, I'm sick of hearing this strategy out of people. Like I understand it. I understand wanting to go in and not wanting to win the first HOH and wanting to lay low and stuff, but not everybody can lay low. And literally almost this entire cast said that was their strategy, including David. So I don't know. I'm excited to see who actually sticks to it and who ends up being the people that shake up the game because those people always end up being my favorites. But according to David, he wants to lay low. Yeah, that's not exciting. Come on, David. Give the viewers something else. Exactly. Um, He did say, although although he did say that uh, his hashtag is David's going to do David and he's not afraid to piss people off. So those two two things kind of contradict each other a little bit um so my prediction is that he's he says he's gonna lay low but he strikes me as a very competitive person i don't know i could see him coming too strong out the gate even though he says he's gonna try not to so i guess we'll see what we get out of david oh also something to note um he in his interview with ika um demonstrated that he can cry on command so that was interesting. Um, I don't necessarily know if it was that believable. And we've seen that in seasons past with um, Alex. She used to do that a lot. And people started to catch on that she was faking it. So hopefully he doesn't uh, use his tears to his advantage. Also, even people who cry legitimately uh, usually are not the most liked people and end up being sent packing because they're too emotional. We shall see with David. Next, we have my girl, Nicole Anthony. She is 24 years old. She's from Long Island, New York. Surprise, surprise, another New Yorker. And she is a preschool aide. I saw a tweet that really made me laugh um, that said that she is a mixture of Rockstar, Christine, and Bronte. (laughs) Sophia, I'm not sure which of those players you know, but her... The way she looks and the way she acts is 100% a mixture of those three. Like, I could totally see that. Yeah, I remember Rockstar, and she did remind me of Bronte right when I saw her. And I can see the Rockstar sprinkled in. I can definitely see that. Yeah, she is, like, outgoing. She's loud. She's not afraid to be bubbly and crazy. She's wearing, in her photo, she's wearing, like, one of those 90s chokers that everyone used to wear. I think she even wore one in her interview with Jeff. Um, she's bright. She's fun. She's a little overly excited. So I'm having a, I have a feeling she might come off a little bit annoying and loud. And people might pin her early as the loud one. And, like, oh, this I hear this girl all the time. Like, maybe we should get rid of her. She says that she's a super fan, so I guess we'll see how that plays out. And when this I thought was really smart when Jeff asked her if she wanted to win the first HOH, she said she's going to assess the situation when she gets there, which I thought was very, very smart. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel like we can theorize Big Brother strategies and we can talk as an outsider, but you don't know what it's like to be in there and you don't know how you're going to mesh and vibe with these other people. So as easy as it is to say what you do from the outside, I I mean, like they've said, I do feel like that goes all out the window once you get in the house. Yeah, that's what all the greats say. They're like, you can go in with a strategy, but the second you walk in that door, it, it goes out the window. I feel like you definitely have to adjust to the situation and read the situation and act accordingly. When she was interviewing, she reminded me a little bit of Raven. Oh, yeah. 
kind of the way she acts, the high energy. Yeah. She reminded me of her a little bit. Although I'm hoping she's a little bit brighter than Raven was. Um, hopefully and she'll get be a bit more sucked into of showmance. Yeah. Hopefully she'll be a bit more into the game. Well, she did say she's trying to keep it in check. Those were her words. So we'll see if Nicole can keep it in check this season. Next up, we mentioned him already once, but we have Tommy Bracco. He's 28 from Staten Island, New York, and he's a Broadway dancer. He's the first person that when I looked up his Instagram, he was verified, had a lot of followers, but was privated. So that was the first red flag to me that he probably wasn't private before the Big Brother season. And they probably asked him or went into his account and privated it. Um, I also noticed that he was followed by Tyler and Christmas. So he had a couple vets following him. Um, so that kind of like set me off right away. Like, hmm, something is up. I could see why he would have a big following and potentially be verified if he is a Broadway dancer. Because, right. I mean, that's that's pretty big, depending on mm-hmm. his his level. Who knows? But that's that's definitely interesting. I mean, you rarely see verified accounts anywhere. On private. Private. Yeah, exactly. So that's certainly a red flag. You are correct. That's why I was like, hmm, something's going on here. Um, again, he's very, very energetic, and I could see him being one of these very loud people that gets himself in trouble because of his mouth. He wants to be the fun, loud one, but that doesn't always work out. Um, sometimes if you're the loud one, you're the first one people see, and you're the first one they decide to throw up on that block. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's the dancing aspect, but he feels like this season's version of J.C. Mondwix. Oh, yeah. Could be, could be. Mm-hmm. Um, he also said that he's going to do what everyone else is going to do and throw the competitions until halfway through, which, again, we don't love, but that's what he wants to do. He says he's willing to lie. And he also said you have to go in with somewhat of a plan. I sort of agree with that, but I also feel like he is the type of person to be way too married to his plan and sort of go in with this cut and dry plan that he wants and not be able to adjust. Yeah, he does seem like a bold personality, which makes me say he might also be pretty dramatic, Mm -hmm. which I don't think is always the best thing to do. Um, He also says that, or I could also see him getting, butting heads with some of the other loud personalities in the house. A couple of the people also mentioned in their interviews that the people that annoy them are the obnoxious loud ones. And I have a feeling Tommy might be just that. So I guess we'll see. According to him, he is single, but doesn't want a showmance. He is gay. So don't think there are any other gay guys on the on the roster they usually throw one token guy in there so i guess tommy is it this season um but he's got a little bit of eye candy to look at i guess okay let's move on to katherine dunn she's 29 she is originally from irvine irving i think it's pronounced irvine texas and she currently resides in dallas she's a digital marketing executive and she was another one that was verified and also private on Instagram. Fishy. I know. Interesting. I watched her interview with Jeff. Yes. And she's talked about how marketing is really her passion, which mm-hmm. is her occupation. So I can understand the verification on Instagram. I mean, Instagram's huge in the marketing world today. 
but her and Jeff talked about how badly she wants to be an influencer. Yes, I was going to say the exact same thing. She said she was addicted to social media, and that's one of the main things she's going to miss. And when he asked the question, would you rather win and be hated or lose and be loved, she said she'd rather lose and be loved, which is a huge red flag to me because clearly it seems like she's just there to gain a following and not necessarily there to play the game, which I think in more recent seasons has happened quite a bit, which is a little bit annoying. Yeah, I think, I mean, the idea of gaining a social media following, like I mentioned, has changed reality television and has been huge in various other reality TV shows as well. But honestly, Big Brother's a game. It's an intense game. And someone like that's not going to last. No. Um, She said she's there to essentially become a social media maven and make friends. Those are the two things that you probably shouldn't go into Big Brother looking for. Friendships and followers. Um, Although she did later say that she's willing to do anything to win and she doesn't want to just be nice to win. Um, She gave the age-old strategy of wanting to be low-key. But she did say she wants to try to win the first HOH, which is interesting. So I guess we'll see what we get. Yeah, I guess we'll see what we get out of Catherine. But I don't see her getting very far I could see her being one of the like second or third people out yeah I could see she seems to have a bigger personality so I could see her making relationships and Mm. getting by on the social game for at least a few weeks maybe if she's lucky they won't see her as a threat and they'll keep her around for that sole purpose because sometimes that does happen Mm -hmm. that it's not that you earn your stay. You simply don't get voted out. Perpetual so, pawn. Exactly. It'll be interesting to see how she works out. She also said she was single but does not want a showmance. Then we have Kemi Faknul, I think is how you pronounce her last name. She's 25 years old. She is from Elkridge, Maryland, but she currently resides in Brooklyn, New York, and she's a marketing strategist. Right off the bat, I liked her a lot. Um, She said that she's a fan of Big Brother. She's only been watching for a year, but she's seen the past 10 seasons. So she went back and binged 10 seasons in a year. So she's like, I have no life, but I love Big Brother. So that's why I'm here. She says that she's trying to leave in a different tax bracket um, and that she is here to make friends and alliances. But her main goal is to win, which I really appreciate the drive from Kemi. Yeah, I mean, she does seem like a a big personality mm-hmm. as as well, which can be interesting. I mean, sometimes big personality big personalities rub other big personalities the wrong way. Yep. Immediately when she started saying that she was not a fan of obnoxious loud people, I was like, her and Tommy are not going to get along. Yeah, I mean, her bio. After reading her bio, she did seem driven. Yes. She said she'll do anything necessary to win. Mm-hmm. She which... said she's willing to stab people in the back if she needs to. Yeah, makes good TV. I admire it. Hopefully she acts accordingly. Definitely. She also said that it's really hard for her to bite her tongue and she can't handle emotional people. Someone who was very emotional was Christy. She was crying with her in her interview with Jeff right off the bat. So I don't think she and Christy will vibe very well either, but I guess we'll see. Um, she mentioned that some of her favorites were Jessica Graff and Rachel Riley, 
which again, very strong female players. Um, I could definitely see her emulating them, and I really hope that she does. Um, I want to see this badass kick some butt. Let's go, Kemi. I know, Kemi. Jessica, Jessica really had potential, but she ruined it with the showmance. Don't exactly. do that, girl. Well, that's the other thing because she says she's single. And she's like, I could get a showmance, but the main goal is the money. And I'm like, honey, you can't have both. Unless you're Rachel Riley, you can't have both. Or Nicole Franzel. Oh, true. Next, we have Cliff Hogg Third. He is... Cliff. Uh, his bio says he's 53, but in his interviews, he says he's 54. So I don't know if he just, like, turned 54 or what. But he is from Houston, Texas. And he is a petroleum engineer. Uh, he has an Instagram account that is public that was clearly created after he joined the Big Brother house. Seems like someone's running the account for him now that he is behind closed doors and doesn't have access to the outside world. Um, he is a super fan, if I ever did see one. Um, he's been a fan since season eight, so I admire that. But he is an older guy, and there has been a, um sort of a series of misfortune when it comes to the older players in Big Brother. It seems like they're often the first out. We could talk about Steve if we wanted to. Um, So hopefully he can pull it out and and stick it out. I think if he can make it past the first few evictions, he might honestly be good. Yeah, Cliff seems like an interesting, interesting person. Maybe it's the cowboy hat. Maybe, (laughs) I'm not sure what it is, but he does seem interesting. So I hope he makes it. A I few totally weeks. agree. I'd love to learn more about him. During his interview, I mean, he talked about how he's just very family oriented. I mean, mm-hmm. he seemed like a nice guy. There, quite honestly, when I first saw him, I did think, unfortunately, the older player does usually go home first. But yeah, I mean, I feel like there are some pretty weak competitors in this game. Quite honestly, I agree. So, could work in his favor. I hate to say it, but. And if the first comp is not endurance or some sort of physical competition, he he could come out on top. I feel like most of the times that the older players have gone out first or early on in the game, it's been simply because they proved themselves to be not very great competitors in the first competitions. Either they were the first out or they were one of the first out. So if it's not a super physical competition, I think that he might honestly be fine. I do think, like, because you mentioned, like, he seems like a family guy. He has kids at home. He has a wife at home. I feel like, similar to, like, a Donnie, he could pl- kind of play up the dad card and just be, like, that that warm person that they want to hang out with when they're they're kind of missing their own families. Uh, maybe he could be, like, a voice of reason, an advice giver. He also said that he is a big storyteller. And because he is a petroleum engineer, he's been through a lot of shady stuff. So, like, he's seen, like, gunfights and, like, all this stuff. So he has all these crazy stories that he could tell. And I could totally see if he does make it first, like, those past few evictions, I could totally see him being, like, just that warm person in the house that the house guests feel like they can go to when they're missing home. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we saw that with Kevin. Kevin was a storyteller. Oh, Kevin, Kevin too, yeah. became a father figure to Ramsey's almost I would mm-hmm. say they became really right. good friends and I do think that if Cliff could make it past the first few weeks 
I do think he might actually be able to lay low. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I mean, people aren't going to look at him as a huge threat. Yeah, unless he really, really integrates himself socially. I feel like they might just, I hate to say overlook him, but they might mm-hmm. not be gunning for him per se. Which honestly for him is a good thing at this stage in the game. He did say he wants to win the first HOH and I would love to see that. Although Cliff, I am not so sure that's going to happen, but we will see. I am pulling for Cliff and his wife Sharon at home. Sharon, we love your boy Cliff. We are hoping he makes it very yeah, far. Yeah, I'm team Cliff. Next up, we have a literal baby, Ovi Kabir. He is 22 years old from Oak Ridge, Tennessee, currently resides in Knoxville, Tennessee, and legitimately just graduated college. Um, again, he's privated on Instagram, and he is one of the ones that I think has a definitely has a pair in the house. Yeah, Ovi, oh my goodness, he is so cute. He is a cutie. Oh my god, he like... He, like, has such, like, a little round face. Like, he has, like, a baby face. Yes. And I feel like he looks really young, which maybe is in his favor. Um, people might might think that he's naive, innocent. They won't think that he's that much of a threat. Yeah, most definitely. One thing that I thought was interesting during his interview with Jeff was that he said he got into Big Brother because of an AP sociology assignment. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. Which I've always thought, I feel like Big Brother is a huge psychological experiment. Definitely. And I'd love to study it from that angle. So maybe his research will help him. Agreed. I mean, I've taken a sociology class and we did not learn about Big Brother, although I wish we did because I definitely would have gotten an A plus in that class. Um, so he also says that he wants to keep his fan knowledge under wraps. He doesn't want people to know that he's a big fan, which I think is a pretty good thing to start out. Um, he's looking for a very strong alliance, which again, that's important, but I don't think that you want to go straight into the house and start making an alliance right away. Um, which he did say it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. So hopefully Ovi can stick to it. Um, I thought it was really heartwarming in his interview with Ika. He talks about how he doesn't often see people that look like him on TV. And when he was younger, he really just wanted to see somebody that he could look up to. So he is hopeful that he can be a role model for other kids like him that might be watching the show. So I thought that was really sweet. Oh, he's got a good heart. I guess we'll see what he can do in the game. I have a feeling he might be a little bit of a floater to start out, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But that's that's where I'm picturing Ovi to be at towards the beginning he mentioned giving back to east tennessee which is nice it does seem like he's a good he's a good guy although one thing that he said in his interview with jeff as well was that he might not be the smartest person but he can create the smartest team so i might disagree with you on the floater idea i think he'll be true to his alliance i think he'll want to start an alliance i think he'll be true to his people i guess we will see Mm mm-hmm I hope he is. I really hope he's a big team guy. Okay, next we have Nick Macaron. I think that's how you pronounce it. He's 27 years old. He's from New Jersey, and he is a child therapist, which looking at him, you would not guess. Um, He has only watched Big Brother since season 17, Um, so he's seen just about as many seasons as you have, Sophia. Yeah, we started watching at the same time. Yep. He did name drop a lot. He talked about James. He mentioned Matt and kind of gave him a little bit of shade about the cereal, which I thought was funny. Um, He says he wants to use his 
charm in the game and that loyalty is really huge to him. He wants to have some ride or dies and he wants to keep it real in the house. Um, I feel like he could be a really big personality in the house. I'm actually really excited to see what Nick has up his sleeve. What do you think? I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, he physically, he looks like he could succeed in some comps. Mm-hmm, I agree. Physically, I think he looks like Mac Miller. <laughs> but, um, his straight haircut. A lot of people were giving him crap for his straight across hair. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I mean, if he's a child therapist, child psychologist, maybe mm-hmm. he just gets people. Yeah. I'm sure if he works with kids in that arena, he's patient, which Definitely. could work for, could work in his favor. But I don't know. It'll be interesting. I feel like his athletic abilities might carry him far. Yeah. He mentioned that um, he really, really wants to use his charm and his social game. And at first I was like, yeah, okay. Like charm only gets you so far. But then in his interview with Aika, he was totally trying to charm her. He was hitting on her. He was being flirty with her. At one point, she asked him if he was single and if he was looking for a relationship. And he said, oh, with you? She was like, not with me in the house. Are you looking for any showmances or whatever? So he definitely was trying to use that charm on her. And I kind of think it, it worked. Aika seemed like she was enjoying like the conversation they were having. She is happily in a relationship. I don't know if they're married. I don't know if her and um, her boyfriend are married or not. Um, they met on Big Brother Canada. But she definitely was feeling his charm, I think. So I don't know. I'm not sure about him. I feel like he could come off a little bit cocky, maybe get himself into a showman's, which might put a target on his back. But if he can stay away from that, use his charm, and use his like therapist abilities to tap into their brains a little bit, maybe he could get far. Yeah, I could definitely see him being in a showman's, but I guess time will tell. Yeah, a lot of them said... They're not looking for a showman's, but what happens, happens. And I feel like usually people are more straight into the point about saying, no, I'm not going in for a showman's. But I think the people this season have gotten a little wise to that and have realized most of the time the people who say absolutely no showman's are the people who get into showman's. So I think they're just saying that so that people don't come back later and say, oh, what happened to no showman's? Next up, we have Jack Matthews. He's 28 years old, originally from Chicago, currently residing in Tampa, Florida. On his bio, it says he's a fitness trainer, but in his interviews, he says he's a videographer and photographer. But the general consensus is he is the big brother version of Jason Momoa. I can't speak to that because I don't know who Jason Momoa is. Sophia Hatzis, Aquaman, long hair, tattoos. (laughs) Well, I was thinking he looked a little bit more like Leo from the last season of The Bachelorette. Oh, see, I can't help you there. I I don't know who that is. Exactly. You don't know who that is, so we are even. Um, I hope that they straighten Jack's hair the way they straighten Tyler's. Oh, my God, that would be really funny. I just want him to stick it around be long, long enough as for hell. that to happen. It would be long as hell because it's already down to like his chest. Probably pretty luscious too. Yeah, he'd make a very beautiful drag queen. That's all I have to say. Um, So he says that he's very competitive, but he doesn't want to ri- win right away. Uh, He also said, which I think is an interesting strategy. We didn't hear this from any of the other house guests, which I kind of appreciated. Uh, He doesn't want to really win any of the HOHs. He wants to be a veto guy which I think is 
actually pretty smart. It worked for Casey. Um, she kind of stuck to the vetoes tw- until towards the end when she had to start winning the HOHs. I think Casey could have win- could have won a lot more competitions than she did, but she chose not to. Um, and who doesn't want to be friends with the guy who has the veto? Who doesn't want to be in an alliance with the guy who has the veto? So you can literally save your ass if you're up on the block. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I feel like veto, you might almost have a little i don't want to say more power than the hoh but i feel like more people are begging at your feet than at the hohs yeah especially because i think the veto is almost a little bit more of a strategic power than the hoh is um just because it only affects one of the people on the block rather than having to choose both so you i feel like you have more control that way and i feel like you do get less blood on your hands most definitely definitely with the veto That's a very interesting perspective. So let's see if good old Aquaman Jack can be the veto hero we all want him to be. Uh, he said he's single and open to a showmance. Uh, he's looking to just live in the moment. He also said he will not cut his hair for a competition, which is a little bit sad. I mean, I do love the luscious locks, but I would love to see the pain on his face when someone took a razor to them. Ouch. He could donate them. For true. This is Come true. On. This is true. He could get America's favorite out of that. Although some I, people might be a little mad that he cut his hair. I mean, if he donated it to, to kids that need it, I'm sure that would win him some votes. <laughs> Not that that would be the only reason you donate your hair, but still. Um. Yeah. So. So my assessment of Jack is that he seems he seems pretty chill. I think he's gonna come off as a physical threat right off the bat, but I like his strategy, so I'm hopeful that he will do well. Next up, we have Jackson Michi or Michi. He's 23 years old, another young one. Uh, he's from Nashville, Tennessee. Ovi is also from Nashville, so I'm thinking that maybe there's a connection there. They're also around the same age. But he currently resides in L.A. He works in sales. He, it also said he's, he's a server of some sort. So I think he's just kind of figuring out what he wants to do with his life. He's still young. And, and we all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're I'm the same age as Jackson is, so can't knock his age. Although I don't know if I'd go into the Big Brother house at 23. I think I'd want to wait a little longer. One thing I did want to mention, you mentioned this earlier before we started recording, but Paul from past seasons was really um, going hard for these house guests because, or when I say going hard, like really trying to defend them because a lot of people were coming at them for physical appearance and for kind of like stupid nitpicky things and one of the people that they one of the cast members that people really came after was jackson because when he smiles he has a very like square jaw so people were like calling him like lego head and like just calling him some really really mean things and paul like totally stuck up for him um which i thought was pretty nice of paul yeah, I, I mean, I, I like Paul. I loved his gameplay. I think he'd be Definitely. a great person to hang out with. But I remember he came to defense of some house guests last year as well. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing him on Twitter just saying, this is the first time in two years that I've watched Big Brother and rather than playing it. Yeah. And the first time that he's engaged in the social media that, that goes on with the show over the summer. Mm-hmm. And he was very defensive of the house guests. I mean, I remember he said when the season was ending last fall, be nice to these people. They're just transitioning into the real world. Definitely. And people don't realize that. Oh yeah. And I think obviously people say some horrible things online, but 
that's really cool of Paul, who has a mm-hmm. huge following. He was a huge recent character. That's cool of him to come to their defense. Definitely. And also, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but I just wanted to touch on it since we are talking about this. Um, Bailey and Swaggy put out a two-part documentary on their YouTube uh, account, which if you have not watched it, um, anyone out there listening, you should. Um, It's long, but it was very interesting and very insightful and gave a lot of insight into what it really feels like to come out of the house and have all of these people on social media judging you. And one of the things that they talked about was Bailey having had her miscarriage. And she, at one point, posted an Instagram um, about how basically the reason she had a miscarriage was the stress of the house and likely was the cause of the miscarriage. Because when you're pregnant, you can't go through stress like that. Um, and so she she talked about how she, she wasn't blaming any one particular person, obviously. Like, you can't blame somebody else for that. She made the decision when she found out she was pregnant to stay in the house. She wasn't blaming any of the cast, but just talking about how she felt like the stress of the game caused her miscarriage. And that was a decision that she made. That was a sacrifice that she made for the game. And then to come out and have all of these people who she didn't know on social media bashing her for blaming Tyler for her miscarriage, which she never blamed anyone by name. She just said that the stress caused it. And and like just to come out and have all of these people say all this horrible stuff about you, not knowing really anything about you except for what they've seen on TV, that has to be tough. Yeah, I can definitely, I mean, that's got to be difficult. I do feel like just this is kind of a broader issue, but people forget that these people are real people with feelings. Yeah, and there's a life after Big Brother. Like Exactly. Um, they also talked about the impacts of social media when it comes to the friendships that they had on the show. Like they're no longer friends with Bessie and Haley, even though the four of them were a super tight knit group. Um, they're obviously not really friends with Tyler and Angela. I think the only people that they still talk to from their season are Rockstar, Scotty, and and Caitlin. Uh, they also mentioned that uh, Swaggy mentioned that he thinks JC is a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, if you haven't seen it, you just need to go back and watch it. Um, it was pretty interesting, very insightful, and a little bit sad. So, if, if you're not up for an emotional roller coaster, then maybe don't watch it. But back to Jackson. So, Jackson Whoa. got some, some uh, tough love for his square jaw. I think social. he's a cutie. Look at I his think, beautiful smile. Yeah, I think he's fine. Leave Jackson alone. I think he reminds me a little bit of Winston, a younger version oh, of Winston. Yeah, I could see a, a little Winston. I really got Winston the Southern Jr. boy, the the brown hair, the brown eyes, the nice smile. I got a little bit of a younger Winston from him. I could I could see that. Um, he said he's a super fan. He watched the show with his mom, which same Jackson, same. That's how I got into it. I um, think people are probably going to pin him as a physical threat. And he did say he wants to gun for the first HOH. So he's one of the few that has said it. So <laughs> I think so far there's only been two people that we've gone over that have said they want the first HOH. Cliff. No, three. Cliff, Jackson, and Jack. Uh, yeah. So it will probably be one of them that gets it. One thing that I thought was interesting in his interview with Jeff is he stressed the importance of first impressions yeah. everywhere in life and particularly in this house. And it's true. Yeah, it definitely is true. Because, I mean, I feel like it's in those those first few days, those first few hours that 
you get the vibes from people you pick up on how you're you pick up on the vibe you're getting from them and sometimes that's when people make the alliances that carry them to the end exactly we saw that day last, one you see alliances happen yeah we saw that last year in with level six mm-hmm. and, and even just with tyler like tyler made so many alliances so early on in the game that carried him the entire way yeah i feel like first impressions are definitely huge i mean i do think again you have to feel out the situation and feel out the people Mm -hmm. but you've got to go in with a bang i'm definitely wondering what his connection is to ovi because i i mean they're both from tennessee i'm assuming that maybe they know each other um they're around the same age so i don't know maybe they went to high school with each other maybe they have a mutual ex-girlfriend or something i don't know what's going on but it seems like they have some sort of connection um but overall, I think Jackson seems pretty level-headed. I feel like he he could do well. He wants to be adaptable, he mentioned. So I think if he can manage his first impressions well and, and can adapt throughout the game, I could see him making it pretty far. Yeah, I agree. I do think he'll have the physical strength, physical strength, physical abilities, I suppose, to keep him, at least keep him around for some time. Definitely. And then we have Jessica Milagros. She put her age as 30-ish. So we don't know her exact age, but she's in her 30s. Um, she's from Chicago, currently resides in Oak Park, Illinois, and she is a plus-size model. Let's see. Her Instagram was one of the ones that was not private and did have a lot of followers. I mean, she is a model. So I kind of wasn't surprised that hers wasn't private because I feel like if a, if a model's Instagram is private, you know something is up. So maybe they were like, we can't private hers right away. Also, I don't know that there's anyone else in here that, like, has any relation to her. I don't think if there's only a few pairs or a few people that know each other outside of the house, I don't think she has anyone in the house that she knows. But I guess we'll see if I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, I watched her interview with Jeff, and she seemed like a bubbly person very outgoing yeah that's a very good word which might work for her I'm not sure it will yeah she said that um her strategy is to lay low and observe but she was realistic about the fact that knowing herself and knowing her personality and that she's very loud and outgoing she might not be able to lay low I mean I think that is a fair assessment at least she knows herself Um, And hopefully she can play up the bubbly personality rather than trying to lay low for a while. Because I feel like if she does try to suppress her personality in the beginning and then it comes out later, people are going to be like, where did this person come from? Versus if she goes in and like owns it early on, she might be able to use it to her advantage. Be that like bubbly friendly person that people want to talk to. Yeah, she said she had she had faith in her athletic abilities. She said That's she's great. run marathons. Yeah. So I mean, and we'll she see said how she can play out. Um, to go off of that, she said that she wants to be underestimated. Basically, she said, although I might not look like uh, an athletic threat to like to the eye, she wants to be uh, underestimated because she actually, like you said, has run those marathons and and is active and stuff. So I'm excited to see if she can pull out a couple of those more, um, physical competitions. Um, she also said that she wants to align with strong people and avoid drama. Always a good strategy. She's married with a kid at home too. So, um, that's something interesting to note. She won't be getting into any showmances unless 
I don't know, unless her husband's not watching, I guess. <laughs> um, and she also mentioned in her interview with Ika that she wants to be an inspiration for other plus size women, that you can be plus size and powerful, which I think is awesome. Um, I definitely think that if she, if she is what like like she says she is very athletic and she can pull out some of these really more athletic competitions, I think people will see that and a hundred percent be inspired by it. Yeah, Jessica, I'm rooting for you. She seems like a cool, fun person. Looking at now, it's it's hard to tell without knowing the house guests, but just by looking at these people and knowing what I do about them, mm-hmm. I have a tough time placing her. Yeah. Where she'll fit in socially, but you never, ever know. You really don't. Um, I can't see her lying. Like she said, she wants to lay low. I can't see her doing that. I have a feeling she's going to go in pretty hard and like pretty outgoing and pretty loud. Um, But she is likable. So I'm pulling for her. Next up, we have Christy Murphy from Staten Island, New York. She currently resides in Keyport, New Jersey, and she is a boutique owner. Uh, she is the one that has the photo with Tommy Bracco, and they are both from Staten Island. So she looks like another bold personality. She's the next Caitlyn. Yeah, I think spiritual wants to be so positive, but way too over emotional. She literally was crying during her interview with Jeff. Like, they started the interview and she had to wipe the tears out of her eyes because she was so emotional that she was in the Big Brother house. I'm like, girlfriend, if you're already crying, there's a problem. Yeah, I'm looking at her cast photo right now and she has the the necklace with the mm-hmm. symbol on it, which yep. is just Caitlin Herman. Yep. And the funny thing is, in her interview with Aika, she said, I've never seen a player like me before. And I'm like, honey, have you watched any of the seasons? <laughs> Caitlin, hello. You literally are a reincarnation of Caitlin. Um, the interesting thing about her, though, is she says she has a photographic memory, which would be really interesting for basically all of the mental competitions, because that would mean she probably will crush them all. Um I don't know. I really don't have much hope for her. I think that she is going to be way too emotional. I think she mentioned in her interview with Jeff that she wants to do a gratitude circle every day. Honey, that is going to go wrong. House meetings never go well. Even if you try to make them unrelated to the game, it's not going to happen. Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I feel like she's making a big deal of herself, which, girl, not what you want to do. No. Definitely want to lay low. You don't want to be that one in the beginning who is forcing everyone to do a gratitude circle with her every morning. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody going to want to do that. No. She did also mention that she is single. She's also a lesbian, which I didn't I didn't figure out when I watched the Jeff interview, but she did mention it when she talked to Aika. Um, and she said she wants to use the fact that she likes women to her advantage um, because she thinks that the guys will try to come after her and... She isn't going to tell anyone that she's a lesbian right off the bat. She's going to use it sort of as like, oh, now that I trust you, I'm going to tell you this thing about me to try to like gain people's trust. And then she also said that if like the guys try to come after her, she's going to let them know that she's a lesbian. And then she thinks it will make them want her more because guys want what they can't have, which I thought was a very cocky assessment of the situation. But (laughs) Yes, I agree. I mean, I find that interesting that she will use her sexuality as a way to build trust. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I think I that could, might work. Yeah, I think that might work. But the idea of the guys wanting what they can't have, I think, might be a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, and I also don't know that like, like she's a very beautiful girl, but I don't know. Just just to think that when you walk in the house, all these guys are going to be all over you, I felt was a little bit egotistical of her. Um, and then to also think, okay, and then when I tell them I'm a lesbian, they're going to want me even more. I don't yeah. know. I just thought, and I don't know how that helps your game at all if, like, Ooh. guys are all over you. Well, we'll say what. There's eight guys in the house. Cliff has a wife. Sam has a wife who we haven't talked about yet. Uh, one of them Some is are gay. a lot younger. Yeah. yeah. Also, a lot younger. She's 28. There goes three. So, Christy, there's only five more in the pie. There's not that many guys around. No. Yeah, I don't have much faith for Christy. Um, I don't know. Let's see if she proves me wrong, I guess. Next, we have Sam Smith. No, not the famous singer. Sam Smith from Pennsylvania. He's a truck driver, 31 years old. Um, He is married with two kids. He's loud. He was really loud in his interview with Jeff. He's very emotional. So he talked about how he has already cried about his kids at home. But I do think that he has a likable personality. So. Yeah, I agree. I could see Sam and Cliff. Yeah, Sam and Cliff probably could be homies. I could almost even see like if, if Jessica can't find anyone el- anywhere else to fit in. She also is married um, with one kid. So I think maybe like Sam, Cliff, Jessica, they're kind of like the married with kids clan. They could make a little. You know, I don't know, Parents Alliance or something. Yeah, I think sometimes daycare. You do they can see call that. themselves daycare or something like that. I think <laughs> sometimes you do see the older crowds gravitating toward each other. They probably have more in common. They probably get each other a little bit. So I could see that. Um, I also thought it was really funny. He mentioned in his interview with Jeff that he thought about making a joke at the beginning of being the first person to make the world's biggest alliance and getting everybody in the whole house in one big alliance. Which I thought was funny, but he decided he's probably not going to do that because he thinks it's better to lay low at first. I'm interested to see, though, if he, I don't know, gets on a high when he gets into the house and wants to be the funny guy and, I don't know, cracks that joke. I think it would be funny. I don't think it's going to get any blood on his hands, but he thinks it will paint a target just because he's kind of like being that guy that like puts himself out there. Yeah, I mean, he definitely seemed like... Uh, a a louder, bigger personality of a guy. See, when I, I thought that was an interesting take, realistically, it's not going to work out with an alliance of everyone in the house. It's it's kind of a nice peace offering. Yeah. I mean, he I just think, said it as a joke. See, I think it does kind of paint a target on his back because now people know you want an alliance. Yeah, I guess that's people true. People know you're thinking game. So, But I also think, in a way, like... If someone came into the house and said that and I was in the house, I'd be like, okay, this guy is a big goof. Like, he's just here to, like, crack jokes. Like, well, world's biggest alliance. Like, ha, ha, ha. I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't think that he was like, oh, my God, he's trying to make all these alliances with all these people. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. Next, we have Annalise Talavera. She's 22 years old. Another baby. She's from California. Northridge originally. She now resides in Simi Valley. Uh, She is a D1 soccer player, but she just graduated, so I guess she doesn't play anymore. Um, Her bio 
says she um, on Instagram, which was private, but I did eventually get access to it. Her bio says she wants to be a badass with a good ass. Uh, so that's quite interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I, I can't see Annalise doing very well in the game. Uh, she's single and she said she's hoping for cute guys. That seemed like more of a like sort of interest of hers than actually winning the game. Uh, I feel like she could get very distracted by the guys in the house. Although she says she's a super fan and is really competitive. And with her soccer background, maybe that will help her. Yeah, I mean, if she's a Division One soccer player, she's definitely got some physical ability. So mm-hmm. I think I do see her in her interview with Jeff. She said she wants to be like Casey. Um, I don't think she she's wants- a Casey, though. I don't think she's a Casey. She said she wants to be like Casey and lay low once yeah. again. I don't she think she said, has the focus, though. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. She also said she wants to be like, or she sort of aspires to be like Angela. I could see her more of an Angela rather than a Casey. Agree. 100% agree. Getting uh, involved with the guy. I mean, definitely clear physical abilities. Yep. And she also says that she's feisty and doesn't like obnoxious people. 100% Angela more than Casey. Um, I don't know. She just comes off a little bit naive to me. Maybe that's her age, but yeah, she, she seems a little too interested in a showmance for, for her folk. Like kind of reminds me of, uh, Catherine, the one who wants to really be like a social media influencer. Like, I feel like she's not as focused on the game as some of the other people are. And I feel like, I don't know, Annalise comes off a little bit naive to me. I mean, what do I know? She's only a year younger than I am, but Still, for some reason, I get that vibe. Compared to the other house, yes, I agree. Yeah, definitely. Now, on the other side of it, we have the next uh, next and last but not least house guest, Isabella Wang. I think she goes by Bella. She's also 22, but she seems really mature for her age. Um, I would never have guessed that she was 22 years old. She's from Mount Olive, New Jersey, and she currently lives in Los Angeles, she is a public health analyst. She doesn't seem like anybody that will, like, I don't know, cause any drama in the beginning. Um, she did mention that she's not good with memory, so that's not going to be good for her when it comes to, like, later parts of the game, since basically the final competition is all about your memory of the past season. So hopefully she can figure that out. She's got a lot of time in the house, so maybe she'll, she'll do some memorizing. Isabella Wang might be my spirit animal. She okay. said her favorite activity is spending other people's money. True. Yes, bio. girl. And one thing made me want to give her a round of applause. She said in her bio when asked who her favorite past BB member, BB memory member was, she said when Isabella Isabella Wang won season 21. Love that. So, love you that know, confidence. She, I, I love know. I do confidence. like her a lot. I feel like she has a really good personality for the game because she seems like she's positive and she seems intuitive, but she doesn't seem like too crazy out the gate, like obnoxious. Yeah, I'm excited to watch her. I do think she'll be entertaining. I think she'll be able to work with people. She reminds me a little bit of Alex. Oh, yeah. Two years ago, Alex... I mean, Alex, Alex is more of a comps. spitfire, though. 
Yeah, Alex went in on the comps. She went in on her alliance with Jason. I don't know if Isabella will bring that element, mm-hmm. but I'm excited to see her. I love spending other people's money too. Who doesn't? <laughs> Same. So also, she's I'm... definitely dedicated. She said she lost 50 pounds last year and climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, which is pretty cool. And it was yeah. like on a whim. It was like the first hike she ever did. She climbed climbed that mountain. So that's pretty awesome. Um, another thing to note, which I thought was super interesting um, and a little bit crazy, she said that. The reason she is a public health analyst is because her dad dropped her off in rural China to a random family that she lived with for three months. And she didn't, it wasn't, they weren't family. They were just a random, they weren't like family members in China. He literally just set up basically another family in China where she could go live. Didn't really tell her about it until he brought her there and left her there for three months so that she could experience what it was like to not live in such a privileged country. And it inspired her to get into public health. So I think that's really admirable to go through a situation like that and come out wanting to help other people. Yeah, I think, I think she's cool. I'm excited to watch her. I mean, she's another one that's from New Jersey. She does live in LA now, Mm -hmm. which there's someone else. There are a couple other LA people, I believe. And um, Jackson was, yeah. And Elise is from California as well. Um, So she could have a connection to a New Jersey person or an L.A. person. There's a lot of overlap with these places. But, yeah, the main thing that I took away from Isabella's interview is that her dad is crazy as hell. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I like like her, though. I'm excited to watch her. I do, too. Okay, so if you had to give a guess, now that we've gone through everybody, we'll start off soft and we'll go with who are the people that you think might be most likely to get into a showman? So you don't have to pair people up necessarily, but just like people uh, who you think probably will end up with somebody in the house. Annalise. Can you give like one guy and one girl? Um, I'm going to say Or you can Annalise, say more if you have others. Um, I'm looking at the cast list now. Nick. I could mm-hmm. see it. Um... Yeah, I mean, looking at the cast list, Nick, Annalise, maybe Kemi. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Maybe. Now maybe that you say Nick Jackson. And, now that you say Nick and Annalise, I almost think they could be a pair. Who knows? That's what I was thinking. I mean, um, yeah, Jackson definitely. I could see that. He says he doesn't want a showman's, but I don't know. I could see him falling for a, one of the ladies. He's, he's young. He's a cutie. Yeah, and he's young. And honestly, I think that's about it. Yeah, I'm going to say I'd have to agree. I think Nick definitely, like I said, he seems like a flirt. Um, Nicole is younger, so maybe, but I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't think Nicole will be like the showman's type, but she might prove us wrong. Who knows? Especially if she's a super fan, she might know better. True, exactly. Okay, a little harder hitting of a question. Who do you think is likely to be first out. You can give likely like, to be first out. You give like two choices if you're not sure like a hundred percent on somebody because I'm looking at them right now and I'm like, hmm. That's tough. I'm gonna say Christy mm-hmm. or I hate to say it because he seems like a great guy, Sam Smith. Ah, okay. See, I was gonna go Christy as well, which is interesting that we both thought of her. Um, just cause she's really emotional and I don't know, I could see people being put off by that 
or I really, really hate to say it, but maybe Cliff. Um, he's yeah. got that old guy curse, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. As much as he did say he wants it to be the geriatric season, sorry, Cliff, it's not. Us on the outside know that you're not going to be with a bunch of old men. Although I have said it in the past, they should do a like 65 plus season or at least like a 50 plus season of Big Brother because that would be hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I think. There's definitely the possibility I'm rooting for Cliff because I want to know more about him. I think he seems like a cool guy. (laughs) But there's definitely the older guy curse. But, I mean, look at Kevin. Kevin was top four. Definitely. That's true. Kevin made it far. Donnie didn't do too bad either. All right. Now we need to talk about our top three who we think are really going to pull through for us this season. However, before we do that, I have a little message from my friends over at Julie Girl Podcast to share with you all. It's Zach and North from Julie Girl Podcast. Hey, we just wanted to give a good shout out to Oh Brother Podcast. Oh Brother. (laughs) And we wanted to give you our top three for this season. So Zach, who are you loving this season? Um, At the moment, I'm really rooting for Nick and Ovi and Christy. Ah, you know, I'm on the same page. I'm also rooting for Nick. I'm also loving Christy, but I'm really liking Nicole, too. Mm. Mm-hmm. She's a little quirky, but I like it. Mm. Well, we hope you guys enjoy the season and enjoy the podcasts. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. <laughs> Where art thou? <laughs> if you haven't listened to Julie Girl podcast yet, um, you can find both James and Zach on Twitter at JulieGirlPod, and they have links there for where you can listen. Definitely check their podcast out to get another perspective on Big Brother. All right, Sophia, now let's talk about who your top three are. I could see Nick. I okay. really could. Um, I could see... I want to say Nick or Jackson, one of the other, because I feel like they're going to be similar competitors. Uh, I'm inclined to say Annalise because she is so competitive, but I think that's exactly why she also won't be top three. Yeah. Mine would be Kemi. I don't know. I know that, I know that she's like hardcore and like louder and stuff, but I, I don't know. I could see her definitely making it far if she gets through the first few weeks. Jack. Did you mention Jack or did you say Jackson? Um, Jackson, yeah. Okay, so I think Jack. Um, he, I like his only win the veto strategy. Uh, he also seems pretty adaptable. Like, I don't think he's too married to his strategy. And he definitely has, like, some physical prowess. So I think he could be good. And I'm going to go with you on the Nick, the Nick um, guess. I think that Nick could, could make it pretty far. I could see Nick. I think he just, I mean, these are pretty big shoes to fill. So I don't know if I should be saying this right now, but I could almost see Nick being the new Tyler. Really? I was going to say Derek and those are even bigger shoes to fill. Oh, see, I, Derek was before my time. You need to watch Derek's season. If you watch any season, if you go back and watch any season, it has to be Derek's season. I'll keep this in mind. I think I've heard this before, but I think Nick probably does have athletic ability. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. We've seen these guys, these younger, like these these mid twenty guys. We've seen them do pretty well. Mm-hmm. So I think Nick, depending on his social game, I think he could succeed. 
especially if he comes from a psychology background and he yeah. understands people. Well, that's I why mean, I'm making the Derek comparison because Derek it was an undercover cop. And yeah. so he had the intuition like nobody's business. And he went through the entire game and won, never having been put up on the block. Not even as a pawn, not even after a veto. Never once did Derek's ass cheeks touch the block. So, Derek is the mastermind of all masterminds. I don't know if Nick deserves the comparison, but I guess we'll see if he proves us right or not. Yeah, I mean, I think if I were to put my money on one person to win, I think it would be Nick. Okay, if I was going to put my money on one person, ooh, that's tough. It's really uh, tough, but... I don't want to say a... Nick. I, I think I would either go for Jack or Kemi. You know what? So switch it up, and I'm, I'm going to go for a lady. I'm going to say I'm putting my money on Kemi. Kemi? You're I a hope big Kemi can, fan. I hope she can pull through for me. <laughs> I mean, I got to take my girl Isabella's side. Yeah? Her favorite, her favorite memory was when Isabella Wang won season 21, which is... So. Really made me laugh. We'll so. hope that that actually does happen, and then she can, she can say she she called it, she knew it. Yeah, realistically, I'm not so sure, but we'll see. I know that Annalise mentioned that like she's a prankster, but like James was a big prankster his season. We've seen like a couple of you know like the funny guy characters. Like for celebrity, we had the Toms and the Tamars of the world, like giving us you know a little bit of comedy here and there, kind of. Almost being like CBS's favorite person to break up the more serious scenes. Do you have any like guesses where you think like that might be this season? I'm thinking almost Ov- like Ovi. I don't know. I think like he could provide a little bit of fun, lighthearted action. Yeah, I agree. Um, Ovi in his bio said that once <laughs> he threw the largest party in his school's history <laughs> and had the had to call the police to have them to shut down his own party oh my god that's awesome so i mean i just think that shows ov has friends mm-hmm. ov social. is a social person mm-hmm. which is huge in this game so i could see i could see ov doing well and yep. i could see i mean he, he yeah i could see him potentially winning america's favorite house guest he does look younger he does yeah. have a little bit of the baby face and i do think that would work in his favor yeah um, I also think that Nicole could be like a little bit of comedic relief too. Like she's bubbly. She's a little bit crazy. She's a preschool age. She likes to have fun um, and she's loud. I don't know. I could see her being like sort of that funny guy too. Yeah, I agree. If I was going to vote right now, uh, having not seen any of these people in the house for America's favorite, like if they made you choose America's favorite before the house guests even got in the house, I think I would pick Jack. America's favorite, based on bios alone, gotta go for my girl Isabella. Isabella, I could see I you like saying that. I like people's money too. I mean, the reason I... I say Jack is just because he sem- seemed very down to earth in his interviews, and so I could see him being like almost like a Jeff. And I hate to say it because after Jeff won America's favorite, some controversial things came out about him later and he's not the most well-loved person, which is why I was kind of surprised CBS had asked him back to interview the house guests. But when Jeff was still in the house, he was sort of that like super nice guy, um, very down to earth, very open, very honest. Um, he didn't get very far in the game, but I don't know. Jack gives me similar vibes. Also, he's like super attractive. So I feel like 
the women will give them the America's favorite vote because they'll be like, oh my god, Aquaman. <laughs> he can maybe rock a man bun. We'll see. Oh yeah, he had the man bun in his interviews and it worked pretty well for him. So I guess we will see. I think that's all I wanted to talk about. Anything else you wanted to share about this season? Brianna, I have a question for you. Okay, go for it. If you... Would you rather win and be hated by America <laughs> or be loved by America and lose? I would rather win and be hated. I came here to win, girlfriend. Give me that coin. Good answer. Good <laughs> answer. I liked Ika's question better. Okay, her question was... She kind of like spun the Jeff question and made it better because Micah is like 10 times better than Jeff is. Sorry, Jeff. Um, She said, would you rather win and not have respect or lose but be considered a big brother legend? Ooh. I was like, Tyler is considered a legend, but he didn't win. He he didn't win. And I guess you could say. You might even get. Josh. Yeah. Josh won. won. And but he has no respect. He's not respected. That's very interesting. I think I might almost... I mean, Paul didn't win two years in a row, but yeah. he has a ton of respect. Well, that's what I I'm saying. Think... Like, I feel like if I was asked the question in that way, I might say I'd lose. Like, Well, I mean, the businesswoman in me wants the money. However, yeah. if you have that level of respect, you honestly might be more profitable in the end anyway. That's what I was just going to say. Because if you think about it this way, like the amount of big brother people like that girl, Catherine is going in there just to be a social media influencer. Basically, um, we see you, Catherine. We know what you're trying to do. Um, so even if you went in with the intention of winning, didn't win, became a big brother legend, you could make $500,000 easy, girl. Come on now. Yeah. I read an article about how some social media influencers, that they can make $5,000 a post. Mm-hmm. They make a couple That's posts crazy. a month. They can make $400,000 in a year. That level of fame, obviously, it'll die down eventually, but you might be able to get a few years out of that True. if you stay relevant and if you keep marketing yourself and your brand. However, $500,000 one time, sure, you can invest it and grow it that way. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's only once. Exactly. I think we will leave it there. So, I am very excited to tune into this season. And because this is the first uh, summer season that I've done the podcast for Big Brother, I just want to let you guys know that my goal is to have an episode of the podcast following every live eviction. So essentially there will be one episode a week recapping everything that happened that week leading up to the eviction. Um, So lots of stuff to talk about each episode. And I hope you will stick around. So definitely subscribe if you haven't already. Um, Let your friends know that watch to subscribe. And also tweet me with the hashtag OhBrotherPodcast and let us know what you've been loving, who you're loving so far, who you have in your top three and anything else you want to share. Sophia, if the people are looking for you on social media, where can they find you? If the people want to find me, they can find me on Twitter at Sophia underscore Hatzis, S-O-P-H-I-A underscore H-A-T-Z-I-S seven, seven on Instagram. It's just Sophia underscore Hatzis. Perfect. And you can find me everywhere at it's me, Bree Lee. We are very excited to chat with you. So if you have anything to share, definitely do so. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for having me, Brianna. I hope to 
speak with you again this season. Yes, definitely. Sophia will be back for sure. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. Talk to you next time. Bye.